0: Hey there, everyone. Tyler Pyburn here from Five Tool Productions, and this is the Create Smarter podcast. Today, I'm joined by Phil, my partner at Five Tool Productions, and we are, in fact, talking about 2020 some of the things we've learned in the past, some of the things we're going to be doing, and really, what are our goals? All that and more. It starts right now. So what is happening, Phil?
1: Oh, not too much, Tyler. How you doing? Uh, I'm great. How are you?
0: I'm good. It's the start of a new year.
1: It is a very exciting new year, 2020 for us. It's a big year for our business, I think, and for us personally. So yeah, no,
0: I'm, I'm pumped about it, it. Well, it's big for a couple of reasons. So one, this is actually like the first official year that we're both full-time employees of the company for the entire year because I jumped on board about a year and a half ago and uh, full full time wise, and then you did it back in was it June? Yeah, June or and, July. Uh, so June July was when got you got were... about
1: half of half of 2019 with with two of us full time, and obviously we've grown even more since then, which is fantastic. But you know, 2020 is a, the first year we'll have you know two full time two full time employees for the entire year, which is a huge step for us, and it might not seem like much, but it also feels like we've been running this company for like 35 years. <laughs> not that long. I'm not that old. I feel like, but I am 35, so that's okay. <laughs> Which is, you know, and, and obviously he's been closer to five. Um, but I think that's kind of the way things go when it's when it's your baby and it's your business. Um, and it's it's a different kind of work, right? And we've learned a lot along the way. And I know we're going to talk mostly in this about, um, kind of the the beginning of the year and holiday and seasonal planning and all that stuff. But just big picture and reflecting on it, um, it's it's crazy the difference in doing this versus you know working for someone else. And it's not that. You don't work hard for someone else or you don't work long hours for someone else. There's just a different sense of what sense of business procure. is when you're doing it for yourself. And it's just a 24-hour thing in a different way than, than when you're working for, for someone and not yourself. It's
0: totally different. When you work for yourself versus working for somebody else, there's a different sense of urgency, a different sense yes. of, <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. When I work for somebody else, I was always, you know, on top of everything. Right. But when it's yours, it feels like it's your child in a sense. Like you're molding it your own way. You really want it to do well and you want it to do well for yourself, your family, but also your colleagues and your coworkers. And you, you want to see it grow and you want to see it flourish. So that's what we've kind of been going slow in a sense because we've had it as a, a joke one night while we were having a couple beers, and I think my kids sneezed and fell off your couch <laughs> I remember that. I remember that like it was yesterday. Back when
1: you only had one and not like 15 or however many kids you have now.
0: A zoo. Yeah, my <laughs> is what I have now. But yeah, you think about it. Like at that point in time, I was living in a different house. You were living Same. in a different house. Yeah. I had uh, just one child. Now we're up to four kids. Right. right. Like we just think about how lives itself have evolved, and it's kind of just wild to think how it's changed and it's it's cool to see the process.
1: And the new year, the twenty twenty stuff, definitely a lot of people are like reflecting on the decade and all this stuff and you're looking back and you're like, Oh my God, like ten years is a long time. And we've been doing this business for close to close to five now, I guess, right? So, mm. you know, certainly a lot's changed for us personally and a lot's changed in the business and hopefully will continue to change. And I think um there's a lot of lessons learned even in this short time. Um and people who run a business I'm sure can relate that um when you actually do have 35 seconds to sit and catch your breath um that's often the time when you are able to look at things and say like wow i I actually took a lot away from that and and here's something that we
0: can do with that and here here's what we can kind of do next so you mentioned kind of like having the 35 seconds that's kind of what we're talking about today more than anything else is that the the what we've seen from a sales cycle and really it's been kind of a trend over the last couple of years is that really the second half of december into the first half of january it's just dead it's very slow and then when i say dead i mean in terms of us going out to do work right um, you know we don't have any sort of you know last minute shopping for uh for christmas or holidays or anything like that that's just not what our business is so we slow down a considerable amount we're truly a b2b company so Everybody is focused on the holidays. And then to start January, everyone's focused on, okay, the holiday's over. I'm getting back into it. So we've had 35 seconds to kind of (laughs) stop and think, I feel like. And we took some time off, which was, I think, huge. Uh,
1: I mean, yeah, definitely. It's basically I've, since I don't have kids, I've I've had some time to take – a little bit of time in terms of vacation a couple days here a little bit of time there mm-hmm. you really haven't done that at all so i mean and i'm
0: a weird person like that <laughs> in the <a> sense <laughs> that i just like
1: we never take vacations it's just like, but it's the nature of where your life is at right yeah. now too so i think it was you know first first and foremost i think when you talk about like holidays and seasonality and sales um a big lesson learned for me was um how valuable and helpful i think it was to grab a, a little bit of time off <laughs> mm-hmm, <definitely. laughs> to disconnect and not be thinking about the business. And it seems super straightforward, but I think we took a little bit of time for the holidays. We did not worry about aggressive sales. We kind of turned off the computers for a couple of days, knowing that there was gonna be stuff waiting for us, but knowing that there was nothing you know mission critical for January one, like all that stuff we got done before we took time off. Um, and I think coming back for me, I felt refreshed in a big way and ready to tackle things in a big way that I just would not have had I been, you know, forced myself to to kind of keep going, you know, beating my head against the wall through the holidays. Um, so, I mean, I think, like, it was mandated, first of all, by by my wife, who said, like, you're gonna drive yourself crazy if you don't take some time off. But it was really important, and I think it's easy to get buried in the day-to-day in the weeds, and we definitely do that. And I think anyone, we talked about how how, the sense of urgency and how important it is. Anyone who runs a business probably feels that, but um, that time I think it's already paid itself back mm-hmm. for me. And I, I mean, I think about some of the planning we've done that we'll get into in a
0: second. And I think it's paid itself back well, for us. That was one of the things that I kind of want to jump into because while we, we took the time off, you know, it was always still in the back of my mind of what are we going to do? What are we going to try to accomplish when we get back? And one of the things that I feel like is different for us this year more than anything else is the fact that we actually are focusing on the business side of things. Really for the last couple of years, because it's been more of a side hustle than anything else, we've primarily focused on, okay, what's the next job? What's Mm -hmm. the next one? What's tomorrow? What's next week? Can we get X amount of dollars in tomorrow? Which you still always are gonna need to do that, but I think we also took a step back and because we've had a couple weeks where it's been a little slower from a sales perspective, um, knowing that it was going to be slower, we said, okay, How can we actually plan out and map the year a little bit more as to what we want to focus on? We're still fine-tuning that and figuring that out, but I really feel like this was the first time that we've actually tried to understand the numbers where do things come in from what type of silos different groups uh, are the checks coming in from year over year and really what are the trends that we've seen as a business now that we've been doing it like you said for five years albeit it's been on the side for most of the time but what are some of the trends that we're seeing and how can we take those trends and turn them into actions for ourselves and that's the thing that you know one of the words we haven't used yet is exciting mm-hmm. to me i feel like uh, you know re-energized and excited for kind of what's to come because we have taken a little time off to kind of recharge the batteries. And then two, okay, I feel like we're starting to set ourselves up for success, which is awesome. I'm just stoked and pumped for what we can possibly do over the course of the next 12 months. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned like
1: trends and I think the biggest thing is if you're running a campaign, you're never going to just like run it. I mean, I'm sure some people do for, for time purposes, but if you're running a campaign generally, you're never going to just like run a campaign and then not run analysis on it and see how it went. And sometimes, when you're head down and you're you know you're just cranking away, you're not doing enough to um, to do analysis on the business and what's been successful and what people have responded well to, and um, taking you know your raw numbers from an accounting perspective, which seems super boring, um, and it and it oftentimes is boring and arduous, but turning that into something useful from an analysis perspective to say. How can this inform what we do in our business and better serve our clients and potentially get more clients in the new year? Um, and all of those things are exciting, and it's it's kind of crazy when you think about it to say like we haven't done enough of this, but but having this time, I think in in early January, um, as we now kind of ramp back up and and our sales cycle is kind of kicked back in, um, having that time has been super valuable and i think it's something that we can make stick um and and it now feels crazy to me that we hadn't done as much kind of in-depth analysis of our accounting before outside of just taxes and what bills do we have to pay and all that stuff um of course we should be we should be thinking more critically but we've been so worried about how can we do the best job we possibly can on this individual job um how can we get the next job um, you know, the work we're doing to analyze our accounting and, and talk about our trends and everything, that's going to make us better at serving our clients long-term as well. It's going to help our business, ideally, but it's also going to make us better at serving our clients because we're taking a big view and saying, you know, what have our clients responded well to? What's 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 been positive for us? And we can take that and apply it to other clients and, and take these lessons learned as opposed to just, you know cranking away and trying to do a good job in each individual project looking at these things in aggregate is only going to make us
0: serve our clients well i kind of look at it and say that if your client has a good return on investment you're eventually going to have a good return on investment right like if our clients are successful we're going to be successful and for us to take that step back and look at them and say what was what made them successful what really worked for them because if we can do that for all of our clients and we do it in an efficient way on our end then we're going to be successful. It's going to help us. It's going to help our business. So I think that's been the thing that's been super interesting and super helpful really course of the the last couple of weeks. And the other piece that I find uh, is kind of interesting is my wife actually had been saying this for a long time and she always kind of chirped at me and said, I say chirp because that's the word we use in the house. Stop chirping at me. But she would always would say, Hey, stop trying to do things that you're not good at from a numbers perspective i'm okay at i mean i can under i can understand if someone says it to me but i have a hard time saying it out to somebody else and explain to somebody else she told me stop doing that and we kind of started working with um another person that could kind of help us look at the numbers Mm -hmm. my wife kind of looked at the numbers well but also could kind of give us a little bit more of an education i feel like so we can have a better understanding of the numbers we kind of looked at them we had a, a gut feeling but we didn't really dive into the data and totally understand okay what do some of these numbers mean? And one of the things we did find out the other day, just looking at our big giant whiteboard over here, is that we are bad at math,
1: but that's <laughs> well, I okay. Didn't, I didn't need
0: any analysis <laughs> to, to tell to me that. I've nope. been bad at math my
1: whole life. <laughs>
0: What'd you guys come up with? We're bad at math.
1: <laughs> no, and I mean, you're you're right. Like finding ways to be more efficient and, and get help with the things we're not good at so that we can do well at the things we are good at. And I mean, I think, I think just overall... Um, you know, this has been this has been a, a super helpful exercise and I think it's, like I said, it's going to be something we're going to want to apply all the time and, and keep an eye on And We've kind of like set up some dashboards and things like that so that this is just, this isn't going to have to be as big of an effort next time and I think that's mm-hmm. one of the things that's, you know, a good lesson learned for, for us is like a little bit of this, you know, the deep dive into the accounting. I think we, we I mean, we spent multiple days on it at this point, yeah. basically, you know, going through reports and accounting and like figuring out and and you know it it sounds really really stupid in retrospect but we don't have a CFO right like no. we're we're a small business we're we're very we're very nimble right like we don't have a CFO we're we're doing this ourselves so um you know setting ourselves up for success in the future you know a couple of, a couple of long good thoughtful days with a little bit of help from the outside and now i feel like we're set up to be able to do this without Quite as much time going forward, which is just a huge thing for us to be able to just manage it on an ongoing basis. One of the things that you've said in the past that I think um, you know resonates for me is we're like in this early early year planning. Um, the difference between like working in the business and working on the business, and I think when you're a small business owner and you're and you're running things, the impulse is always to be like working in the business and on you know you're on a project um, mm-hmm. and you're you're hammering out. The day to day, and you're, and when
0: you're a small team, when you're very small, when really it was just you and I, you had to be right in the business all the time. And right. you still, and we still have to be, yeah. and we're going to have to be forever.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, but not, at, I think, what I've learned is you can't do that at the expense of working on the business as well, and that's just as important from a long-term perspective. And again, it's only going to make us serve our clients better. So that's a lesson learned, I think, from from you know this first stretch of of multiple full-time employees is you know working on the business and and doing that more and trying to be more thoughtful about it and I think you know the value of taking a step back to actively do that and not just continuing to try to find time for it in between working in the business. So big lesson learned there and I think you know for a time like next year I think there's even stuff that you know when when things you know around the holidays or whenever inevitably you know slow down a little bit it's I think there's there's some things like this that you know, we'll know going into it these are things we want to do more, and ideally we'll already be set up for it with, with some of the work we've done here. So it's
0: just foundational, and I think it's only going to help us moving forward. So moving forward, it's 2020. We're in the middle of January. I'm going to put you on the spot. This isn't something that we talked about beforehand. I haven't even thought about it. But to kind of wrap this up and put a bow on it, what's the one thing you're super excited for this year?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a great question I think um, from from our business perspective I think one of the things I'm most excited for is just sharing some of the work that we've done here in our in our early stages with some of our other clients to brainstorm other creative ideas I think in the last six to twelve months we took on some projects that have like really wowed me um, in terms of what we were able to collaborate on with clients and get done and how we can tell stories in different ways than we necessarily had before. Now that we have a little more of a foundation to this business, and we've grown a little bit, I think our capacity to be able to do really interesting work is is growing. It's grown a lot, and it's growing more every day. Um, and I look at some of the projects we've done in the last year, and I'm just excited to take those and you know use them as a jumping off point with some of our existing clients and whoever you know people we're not even thinking of yet that we can work with in the new year, and basically take. A vague idea and turn it into a really cool story um and I just feel more equipped than ever to be able to do that in a lot of different and interesting ways um like I don't not that I ever really did but I don't dread you know scoping a project I'm really excited when someone comes to us with a blank slate idea um in a way that maybe I wasn't before because I feel like we have a lot of tools to be able to tell really cool stories in interesting ways and um and every time we take on a different cool project, like our arsenal and our, my, our creative minds expand a little more. And um, I'm just excited to share that with people and, and make it grow even more in 2020. What
0: about you? Mine is kind of twofold in a sense. And I actually thought about it while you were talking, so I didn't hear what you were actually saying. Oh, thanks a lot. I'm I'm <laughs> but really the, the two things, projects and team. So when I say projects, one of the things that I'm really interested in is kind of exactly in line with what you were just talking about. And I feel like over the course of the year, we've seen our work start to mold from just individual one-off base to more kind of project-based and campaign-based over the course of kind of a month, two-month rollout. And I feel like that's starting to define who we are a little bit more. So I think as we shape these projects and get creative with them it's also helping shape our company and what we do as a brand so i think that's the one thing that's super excited to me because i'm curious to see where that goes because i do feel like for us that's a land of opportunity right and that's one of the things that we've been kind of been talking about since we had to be here on a couch one day right and we said you know what and we were always looking at it in one very strict, all right, everybody needs to do something every single month. And while I still somewhat believe that, I also am starting to see the world in a slightly different lens that, well, maybe it's not every single month, maybe not for a full year, but maybe it's six months out of the year. And what do they need to be doing on a, a semi-regular basis to make sure that this project really um, meets a great return for our client. So I think by shaping and creating these new projects for some of our clients, it's also helping shape who we are and what we do. So I'm curious to see where that goes. I'm excited to see that. The second part is team. And one of the things, you know, we have a kind of a contractor that we, we've worked with at the kind of the second half of last year. And we also brought on a part-timer um, as well, which is to me super excited because that shows kind of the, the growth of the brand, the growth of the company. And I'm just pumped to see people that I feel like are kind of like-minded that can help all of us pull in the same direction and grow together. I mean, I've always been kind of that team-first person that I just love being surrounded by a great group of people and I feel like we're starting to build that and to me that's something that super excited me because I think over the course of the year that we're only going to grow stronger as a unit um, as the, you know people get more days and more hours under their belt and I wonder if we, we can add to it by the end of the year as well to get a bigger stronger team so I'm just super excited To see, I've said that word excited, you know, probably a dozen times, but to see what can happen as we start to really find out and figure out who we are and not just as like the name five tool productions, but as a a group of people that what everybody's strengths are, what everybody's weaknesses are, how we can fill one another's gaps and how can we really grow together and pull in the same direction. So that's what excites me. I'm pumped. So it's all good, baby. All good. Love it.
1: Good all foundation. Right. Glad we had some time. Glad we had thirty-five seconds to actually plan stuff out. Thirty-five seconds, and to however plan. long we had
0: to record this podcast. Another <laughs> six minutes and thirty-five seconds. Dig it. All right. He's Phil. I'm Tyler. This is the Create Smarter Podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in. You'll hear us next time.